1: a little coolie in there
2: it's like it's a dad joke. Fun.
0: Cool. Maybe later. Maybe later. Cool. A little coolie in Arizona. Wow. Well, thank you for your patience, everyone. I mean, what a morning it's been.
2: Yeah. And by the way, for those complaining <laughs> that the show was late, we kind of had to redo the entire show <laughs> on the fly. Just saying.
0: Yes. Oh, and as well, Cole,
2: when I say we, I mean, Sean and Leah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And, Petey as, and
1: I weren't doing anything. As
0: no. Cole points out in the chat, it's already time to throw away that roster prediction. Yeah. Way to go
1: on that. Yeah. Or so that, that
0: show <laughs> has a shelf life of two days, but that's OK, because we actually are going to do another attempt at the lines given today's information which let's just get right into it um I
2: we sure mad dumb is not going to sign to to blow it up again so, okay. dang.
0: all right well it started with a tweet from the arizona coyotes um a very cryptic one that said it's sunny with a chance of 92 today don't you love when it starts cooling down here and I have to be honest, I saw this and I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the Coyote's Twitter just saying something silly again. I have no clue. Because yeah, their
1: Twitter admin can
0: be a little off the rails. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I genuinely didn't think. But, you know, people much smarter than me put two and two together, put 92. Well, can we say who? I mean, it was our boss, Espo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Espo asked me. And I hadn't even seen it because I was knee-deep in researching another story. I hadn't even seen the tweet. Probably wouldn't have seen it till I got here for our regularly scheduled show. But Espo's like,
0: what does this mean? Cool. So I looked into it. 92. I mean, Cooley's number. Thanks, Espo. And uh, of course, Craig did what he does. He asked around and reported, per a source, there is momentum toward Logan Cooley signing his ELC to play for the Arizona Coyotes this season.
2: Yeah, I think I don't think there's going to be an announcement today, but I'd be surprised if this isn't announced on Thursday or Friday. It's probably going to get done this week. Um, And as we know, when Logan Cooley announced that he was going back to Minnesota, I mean, everybody thought it was a fait accompli at the time, but
1: then fait accompli. See, you want to use that? You can use that if you want. Really? Yeah. thought it was a done deal for those that don't speak Craig. Sure. You can use that if you want. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um but as Logan cooley said in the uh q a that i did with him on, on er, in early july development camp hadn't closed the door on it yet he didn't want everyone go to cra- go crazy because he was still thinking about some things but he left the door open and that's all it took for people to go crazy at the simple possibility of logan cooley coming to the coyotes this season this obviously changes a lot we'll get into all of that
1: but want to get your guys thoughts and well, it's, go- funny. Go it's funny it's funny because when we, we talked about this when he was here at development camp and yep. this was the the narrative coming into development camp was oh we all heard it oh he doesn't want to be here oh he doesn't want to go to arizona mm-hmm. oh this oh, it's negative and that's why he's going back to school and i said wait till he gets here and he and you know who's getting dressed in that same locker room he got dressed in austin matthews his gear was hanging in the stall at the ice stand and he go oh there's clayton keller's gear Well, wait a minute. I have to register for classes. I have to go to sociology 101 in the fall, or I can jump on a private jet and go to Australia for, (laughs) wait a minute, and make money doing it? Mm -hmm. Huh. So I knew once he got here for development camp and he got a little taste It and boy, he did get a little taste It meaning he was the guy. Like, he was the one that the media wanted to talk to. He was the one the scouts wanted to see, the coaches wanted to see. It was all about him. And I think he liked that.
2: Yeah, and I, I want to address that narrative because I put that in the show notes because I heard it from – I heard it from Twitter, so it must be true. Or it must wait, be true. It's not X, Twitter anymore, X. although I refuse to call, it to call it what it's called now because I don't believe it's going <laughs> to stick for more than a couple of weeks before they change their mind again. back um, in the office. But there was a lot – there were a lot of people around North America saying he doesn't want to play for that trash organization. That's why he's gone back – None of them talked to Logan Cooley, of course. None none of them talked to any of the people that mattered when forming those opinions. And if you, again, I I did the Q&A with him and that's one thing, but if you could hear his tone of voice when I suggested that he wanted to stay, maybe stay all four years of college or he didn't want to come here. I mean, he was, it was disdain in his voice when he was talking. He was like, there's no chance that's happening. So we just dismissed it out of hand and now we see the result. We have known pretty much from the start Logan Cooley really w- wants to play here. He really wants to turn pro. There were some things that needed to be ironed out, and, and and obviously they have been ironed out. I think part of that is simply this team maybe being a little bit more competitive, maybe having a little more direction that that swayed him. We'll get into that as well. But Logan Cooley is going to get signed, and he's going to be with the Coyotes next season. Woo!
1: Does that change everything?
0: It changes everything, <laughs> like... and you can see it in the chat the energy of the chat like people have never been so excited about a prospect there's this rejuvenated like sense of excitement that coyotes fans haven't felt in a very long time and you go back to about two months ago when the the vote went down Mm. and that was probably the lowest point um for for the coyotes to be a coyotes fan and just days (laughs) later logan Cooley makes his decision and you know it wasn't the sole pur- sole reason, but he did mention to you that the arena did play a slight role and it just felt so doom and gloom. And I think it wouldn't have been as doom and gloom if not for the arena situation. Um, but it always felt like even from that time, that conversation you had with him, that the door wasn't a hundred percent closed, but I think it's so hard to feel hope as a fan of this team. So we all were kind of like, eh, we just won't, go there, but as you mentioned, what he said to you at development camp, what he said to PD um, when they did walking and talking at development camp, he kind of got the sense that there was still a chance for this, and... Here we are today talking about him changing his mind, and it's not official yet, so we're not speaking as if it's official, but all signs are kind of leaning that way. Elliot Freeman, you know, quote tweeted you, said he expects something in the next 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, I
1: agree with that timeline. That's what I'm hearing too.
0: So let's talk about why you think he changed his mind.
1: I, I do think being here and seeing the excitement and I think to getting an opportunity to meet with the coaching staff and he was around those players. Keller was here at that time. And I think that makes a difference. And the reality starts to set in when you're just looking at it on a piece of paper going, well, I'm going to go back to the U i I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to try to win a national championship. And then all of a sudden reality, you're getting close now. Like school is starting soon. And the key word there is school. And and August 28th it's real. at the University of Minnesota, it's by the real. way. I looked it up. Yeah. So it's, it's a month away where you got to start going to classes. You got to start doing homework, working on projects. Buddy, I love Minnesota. We all know this is a true statement, but it's cold there. And he comes here and goes, wait, I can play hockey and that would be my job. And, and I think reality started to set in for him that what do I, I wanted to win a national championship there? I, I believe he wanted to accomplish that. And you talk about things, individual awards like the Hobie Baker, maybe. But you get a chance, and all of us, here's the one that, it's always bothered me when people say, wow, I should go back to school. And, and I don't, if Craig went to school for journalism and the the the, his dream job is to write for phnx and phnx comes knocking to craig morgan after two years and say craig we think you're so good we're going to give you a whack of money to do the job you're going to school for just got to come early you you would jump at it like you would absolutely jump at it because that's what he to school for he went to school to play hockey he's got an opportunity to do that i think this is a good choice for him i i do want to before we continue temper everybody just a bit pump the brakes." Just a little. On expectations. Yes. Agreed. Thank you. I think he's a very good player. I think he is the future number one center of this franchise for years to come. That is not October of 2023. That is not this season. He is going to have to learn. He's going to have to grow. He's going to have to get stronger. He's going to have to improve. He's going to have to develop. He's going to develop in the National Hockey League, not in the NCAA. But when you look over the last two drafts and you look at players that got drafted even two years later, like uh, Lafreniere gets drafted, man, that next year, he struggled. But Quentin Byfield didn't play the next year, and he's the guy that was picked second overall. It doesn't happen overnight. Don't look for his numbers. If he doesn't get a 20-goal season this year, he might. He might. He might be rookie of the year. I don't know. But let's not – hey, if he's got one goal through 10, let's not go, oh, what a big mistake. Yeah. And
2: listen, I think you can make a strong argument that going back to Minnesota might have been better for his development. But he wants to turn pro. They're not going to stand in his way. I don't know if Logan Cooley will spend any time in the AHL this year. I have a hard time envisioning that Uh, in light of this decision. I wonder if – I don't know. I wonder if that was part of the negotiation because I'm certain he doesn't want to play in the AHL. But could it benefit him maybe to spend some time down there? Probably. I'm curious how they're going to manage all this because I'm with you. Expectations for a guy who's just coming off his freshman season of college. Those guys are few and far between that can step right into the NHL and be impact. We saw it with Kyle
1: Tourist that came after one year, and that was one where he was pushed by the organization to to turn pro. He's one when I look back over the franchise going, gosh, he should have gone back and played another year because they felt like they were forced to play him in the NHL. Because they pushed so hard to get him here. And I think just what you said about going to the American League, Kyle Torres peaked too quickly. And, and you you gave it to him. You annoyed him as the NHL player right away. And the yeah. second year you go, gosh, he really could go to the American League. And his his development, his timeline, his psyche, all of that got all screwed up. Yeah. you worry about that the with Cooley, the trade, right? don't Going about
2: some crazy right? contract
1: because they, because they go, okay, maybe his development's moving a little too fast. Maybe we need to send him back down. So yes. I don't anticipate that with Cooley. I think Cooley makes this hockey team. I don't see them sending them to the American league. I just don't. Leah, sorry. I'm going to say one more thing before you take over, start driving the bus straight again.
2: Um, in terms of reasons, aside from what Petey mentioned, a lot of this stuff is wrapped into one. Remember the, the, The agency that represents Logan Cooley also represents Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller's happy. Clayton Keller's been happy with the offseason moves. We've heard from him. Clayton Keller's happy. That means maybe that whole camp is happy. That probably played into this as well. And then when you're talking about the core, now the core is seeing some direction after the Tempe vote and everyone's like, okay, what's, what's going on? Well, they signed Jason Zucker. They signed Alex Crafut. They brought back Nick Bustad and Troy Stetcher. Now, And they added Sean Dursey. They've done a lot of things in this offseason to say, hey, we are really trying to take a step forward. And they're saying that not only to Clayton Keller, they're saying that to Logan Cooley. I think that played a factor here, too.
0: Absolutely. And like I mentioned earlier, it was so doom and gloom two months ago in May. And while there's not a solution yet for the arena, there is there does appear to be some direction. Like we left that week saying, are they even going to play here next season? Now it's OK. There's six sites we're looking at. There, There's all the moves the team made. There's the happiness of Clayton Keller, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think all, I mean, it feels very different today to be a Coyotes fan than it did two months ago. No question. And I'm sure it's the same to be a Coyotes player as well. I mean, th- that had a huge impact on the lives of these people. And to see the guys, I think guys returning like Bukestad and Stetcher is as much of a, you know, testament to the direction of the team as is guys like Zucker and Kerfoot coming here. I mean, obviously, it's not like the big flashiest names of all time but it is I think it goes back to what Troy Stetcher said too where there's so much narrative looking at this team from the outside in and when you get here and experience the culture it's so different and you know maybe in his time at development camp Logan Cooley had a chance to experience that and a chance to be in the spotlight I mean if you're gonna be a franchise player of a team like there's players who like having that responsibility, like having that on their shoulders, like being the guy. So that's why it doesn't make sense for me when people are like, well, why would he want to play there? Because he has the chance to be a star here. And maybe it's not his, his I was about to say his freshman season, um, his, his rookie season, but it could be, it's really funny. The chat is like, uh, Cooley for Calder. <laughs> oh Don't forget, Connor Bedard is, uh, has his rookie year yeah, this season. Connor Bedard will
2: be playing as well.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: boy. But yeah. That'll be fun, though.
2: But this is a guy yeah, that Chris Peters us repeatedly is the best player in this draft class, right? Yeah. He believed it even at the time, and there are a lot more people on that bandwagon wow. now thinking that Logan Cooley was the best player from his draft class. Wow. So here he comes.
0: Yeah. So before we get into lines, (laughs)
2: which
0: LOL, um, we
2: should have known right when we did it.
0: We should have have known. But before we get into the specific lineup, I just want to know from you guys what you think. Does this change? Because literally yesterday in our mailbag, we talked about realistic expectations for this team. And we're not sitting here saying Logan Cooley coming in the lineup is going to have like the impact that Connor Bedard year one or anything like that that or or Connor McDavid or even Sidney Crosby when in his rookie year but how does this change the expectations for the team
2: Hmm. or does it I I mean I think it does a little bit uh, but again you have to temper what you expect from Logan Cooley and I wonder how they'll shield him a little bit from those expectations even matchups things like that I mean I don't know what a point total is I I feel like the, the team itself will set a goal. Maybe they'll set a goal even higher of being a playoff team. But I think realistically, they can set a goal of getting to the 80-point
1: barrier. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. A lot of things will have to happen for that. Two years playoff. ago, this team got 57 points. Last year, they got 70. I said early before they made all these moves, this team was going to take a step backwards in the standings and, and fall below that 70-point mark again. These changes with Zucker and Kerfoot and the re-signing of that and now Cooley. And this division. <laughs> this, <laughs> this this, And Jersey. I think this team has more offense than they had prior to all these signings. So I think that they will surpass the 70-point plateau. However, we still have to see their goaltenders play consistently for 82 games. We also need to see a defense mm-hmm. that is... They're nice guys, but this isn't a top six that's going to be able to fend against some of the skill and speed in this Western conference. I so think they're Matt still Dumba. going to give up goals. Matt <laughs> Dumma makes this like, if you slot him in on the I'll second I'll start pair. talking playoff teams. I'm if they think really, think they, they get can dumb, sign you- a defenseman. I could see them. Wow. I don't think they make it, but I think it's like remember those talk years where you were you were in it until February, and you go, "Oh, this is a maybe," and then they started to do teams that really ramped up, ramped up. Yep. And I don't think this is a team that's a buyer at the trade deadline and no. and those type of things. So I think eventually they'll fall out of. But I think this is the team if they can get somebody on the back end. I think there will be points in this season leading up to the new year that they will be in a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Up to the new year. Wow. But I don't think this is a team that's a playoff team. I put them, I think 80 is a high, high bar for this team. I think an 80-point season is a high bar for this team. And it's going to take nearly 100 to make the playoffs. So they're going to miss the playoffs by a whack. Yeah. But I think that'll happen. you've used that term that I've never heard before. Whack?
2: Whack. A whack of, yeah.
0: You you guys each have your own special vocabulary. Yeah, his is
1: smart. Mine's not so much.
0: (laughs) But what I was going to say, I think the internal there's the difference between the internal expectations Mm -hmm. and the external because for the guys in the locker room, they all want to make the playoffs like that's their goal. And that's what they're going to be talking about. Like, whereas I think you go back two seasons, every hockey player wants to make the playoffs. And that's what they're trying to do every single night on the ice. But like you're they they weren't ever going to make the playoffs. And I think on the inside. They might realistically feel that. I think on the outside, as as fans and people who talk about this team, maybe we have a little bit more tempered expectations. I've been seeing a lot of seventy-five to eighty points in the chat, and I think that's kind of what we were. I mean, it's an improvement. It, it's an improvement. It's kind of what we were saying yesterday. I mean, I think both of you thought they might take a slight step back. I think maybe with Cooley in the lineup, maybe they take that slight step forward, not a huge step forward, that slight step forward, but that's what the players on this team wanted. That's what mm-hmm. the Kellers, the Schmaltzes, the Krauses wanted. And I think for the fans, it's what they wanted as well. And now we're getting it. So it just feels like a huge kind of change of tide, not from going to be the worst. Well, not the worst team, because they were six worst, but not going from six that worst to play
2: goal on, to be the worst team. But. Yeah,
0: not going from six worst <laughs> to a playoff team, but going, I mean... And Bill Armstrong himself said it, looking at teams like Ottawa, teams like Buffalo, Detroit, kind of that next tier of letting your young players develop, letting them get experience in the NHL. I think maybe they can be somewhere in that range, maybe more of like a Detroit-Ottawa rather than Buffalo. I think Buffalo might be one further step ahead. But yeah, I mean, that time can be coming soon.
1: And the other thing this does too, and we saw that with Andre Turnier coach team, he makes guys better. We saw that last year, and the expectations were better. But what we're going to get to next when we start talking about lines is now there's an internal push. Now there's a guy fighting for my job right behind me. And I think having, uh, you know, when they go, it's when it's easy to put your top 12 forwards on a lineup sheet, you're not going to get guys competing for jobs. When you look at 14, 15, 16, 17 forwards deep and go, oh, shit, they're only going to have 12? You go, Okay, there's... I better be good and I better play hard and I better come prepared because there's somebody fighting for my job. And I don't think there's, you know, you take Claire, Keller and Schmaltz and there are a few guys, they're locked in. But even a guy like, like Lawson Krauss, who's a core player of this team, he's going, gosh, there's people coming for my spot. I need to play well. And I think that internal competition of guys that are here, and, and I, by no means do I mean that Krause isn't in the lineup. That's not what I mean. I mean, for his ice time on that left-hand side, I think there's guys going, gosh, I need to perform. Yep. And I think that inter- internal push will make this team better. I, I also think
2: about who this impacts now. If Logan Cooley's here, you got to look at a guy like Travis Boyd, Travis right? Boyd. Wonder what his role is now on this team. Because we looked at the center depth chart before yes. when we did our lines, and... There were clearly holes. But now, and I'm not saying Logan Cooley's ready. We'll get to this in a minute to be a number one center. But with Barrett Hayton's progression, now you could look at two guys. You could say there's an argument to put him in the top six, and then you have... Dukestad and McBain in your bottom six, which is a really good situation yeah. in a three and four.
1: Yeah. I think this team now it, you're starting to fill needs and I think you've got skill. I think you've got size. I think you've got speed. I think you've got grit again. And I'm saying that about the forwards. I still think there's holes in the back end and that's going to ultimately cause this team problems And I know. I'm sure Stetch and Brown are listening because they listen to our show. they well, <laughs> probably aren't listening, but, 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 but I, They fit in the lineup. We just need somebody above them in the lineup. You need that. One and two top pair to shut him down. Even Dursey. We've talked about Dursey a lot as an offensive guy. Dursey hasn't proven himself in this league yet. Nope. And, and he's not a guy that you're going to anoint as, oh, he's the top right-handed defenseman. I he, he's still a kid. Like, his defensive. He's got weaknesses. His read of the rush is questionable. He's played on a different system. There's a lot of things he's going to have to prove himself here. I still think they are lacking in the back. In the front end, this four-line depth is as good as they've had in years Yeah, in the top four. And you look at a player like Liam O'Brien last season, Liam O'Brien expected to play every night. He played 56 games last year, but he expected to play every night. He's going to be fighting for ice time this season. Yeah, and for I, games, I think period. Yeah, for to, games. Just to be in the just lineup. Just to be in yeah. the lineup. And I, I, I think that you're starting when you see that and you see Travis Boyd two years removed from a top line center now got to fight for a, a job in this lineup. I think that just proves that this team is getting better up front. And I think there are teams that are going to sleep on this Coyotes team again. And I tell you what, this lineup inside the mullet.
0: Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. And then you look
1: like like I look two years down
2: the road and wonder what might be here in two years. Is is Connor Geeky ready at that yep. point? Is Maverick Lamaru ready at that point? Is Josh Doan ready at that point? Are Simashev and Neil Boot and yep. Artem Duda ready at that point? You start wow. looking at the influx of players that could be coming soon. Yep. And don't forget... Over the next three drafts, I believe they have 12 picks in the first two rounds. So they're going <laughs> to continue stocking. That. This was Bill Armstrong's dream at the beginning to be able to stack draft upon like two, four to five straight drafts where you're getting a lot of high picks. They have the assets. Now, the other thing that those assets do, if if you get a couple years down the road and this team, you know, I'm, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, so temper your expectations. Rebuilds can take a long time. But if you get one of those rare situations where a team takes a big step forward, now you have the draft assets that you can use in trades to maybe acquire an existing player that pushes you a little
1: farther along. And one of the other things I want to talk about with the future, I agree. I agree that this sets the table for the future. And one thing that Bill wanted to do, he didn't want to have those, hey, we're going to run for the playoffs really good for two years, and then we're going to be suck again. He wants to build a perennial playoff team that they're in it all the time. He wants Pittsburgh. He wants to be Tampa. You want to be those organizations that continue are fighting for a playoff spot. But one thing to remember as a fan of this team and fan of these players is as more of these players develop and come into the lineup, somebody's got to go and we talked about what it did to this franchise watching Christian Fisher walk out the door this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. He's not the last of the guys that you, as a fan, may really, really, really like, and he might be a guy on this franchise that you've got his sweater, like Cassian Altex, but <laughs> but there are guys that you're going to like, but guess what? They're going to have to move on, and, and I think that's going to be a hard realization for this franchise is because you get married to these players that are so, oh, I really like him, and he's good in the public, and he's... Yeah, buddy, we, we're moving past it. We're going past that guy. We're moving past him. And I think that's going to be a hard part for some of this fan base to realize some of their fan favorites may be gone in three or four years to make room for some of these other players. I want to come back to the Christian
2: Fisher thing in a moment when we get to lines, but I'm guessing you want to do an ad read at some point. You tell me.
0: I mean, yes, yeah. I, okay. I, I do. And by we'll the way, up. as Joe from Winnipeg said, smash the like button, everybody, if you're watching. By the way,
1: Joe's Joe's logo. Yeah, what is, I is love an it. avatar. It's like
0: Joe, like, but the Winnipeg Jets. That's logo. fire. We love Joe. Thank that's you. A um, yeah. Hit the like button on this video. I'm also Why I'm we reading have logos. I'm reading all the <laughs> comments. It's so people are hilarious. Like uh, playoffs at the mullet. Stanley Cup or bus. Cooley for Calder. I appreciate everyone's enthusiasm.
1: Can um, you imagine the, the conundrum for the league? If this team's a playoff team <gasps> like this year or next year. Would we they know they're going to be would there they have to play all their games on the road. Good Lord. And, they would and do. I tell you what, a year from now, that's going to be close. I don't know what they would do. I honestly don't know what they would do. (laughs) Anyway. It can't can't help. I'm sorry. It Um, can't help the media there.
0: uh, I'm curious what the odds on BetMGM will be for this team to be a playoff team. I'm curious what Logan Cooley's, I mean, uh, addition to this lineup would mean for futures. There aren't futures um, or futures in terms of the win total. We haven't seen that yet. Um, But stay tuned on BetMGM. Maybe some good value. You can also do futures like calder trophy winner i don't know if they're up now but keep checking back on BetMGM because they always have like so many more things you can bet on than you think like including the state or province of the stanley cup like that in the weeds um bet mgm it's the best place to bet on sports and right now the women's world cup uh team usa plays tonight you got mlb every single day so just tons to bet on on the bet mgm yep app. And if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If it loses with BetMGM, again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane and talk about the disclaimer.
1: Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-hope-n-y or text HOPENY 467-369. New York call 1-800-327-5050. Massachusetts. 21+ plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Arizona 1-800-522-4700. Nevada 1-800-BETS-OFF. Iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan 1-800-981-0023. Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. US promotional offers not available in DC, Kansas, Nevada, New York or Ontario.
0: All right, and what a, what a momentous day! I feel like everybody needs to head to their closest Circle K and go inside get some snacks. I love celebrating good things with snacks, like what about a, a polar treat pop? or a polar pop? I mean, whatever. That'll you know, cool, don't cool you down.
1: <laughs> they, that'll cool you. Oh yeah, cool you down. down. We Buddy. haven't had
0: enough coolie puns. Oh in my this god, episode. he
1: should be the new Circle K like spokesperson. Like, po- spokesperson. There should be they like coolie cutouts of
0: Logan Cooley in coolie every Circle down. K. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um,
1: you could
2: do the ad with Booby,
0: <laughs> If you know, you know. If you were here yesterday, we need to get Logan Cooley on the little Circle K screens with us, PHNX folk. Uh, make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff Circle K has to offer. Right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Okay. Let's talk lines.
2: (laughs) Let's talk lines. Let me say this before. The one thing that I should throw out there still, and I know a lot of people are thinking about this. A lot of people are posting snide comments on Twitter, uh, X or whatever. I know you're surprised by that. The arena is a big component here, right? We knew it was a big component with Clayton Keller, with, with the core, really. You wonder... You wonder what's being said behind closed doors, what what sort of assurances they're getting or what, what they're being told about the arena. We heard Javier Gutierrez on the draft floor saying that they've narrowed it to six sites. We keep hearing that they're very confident. The NHL clearly is confident that they still have options. There's not going to be any forced sale or anything like that. You wonder what's being said behind closed doors that might have helped in this whole uh, cocktail as well to convince Logan Cooley it's time to turn pro, aside from the fact that Listen, after talking to the guy and you, Peter, you probably got the same vibe. He was itching to turn pro. He just wanted to turn pro. He really wanted to do it.
1: Yeah. And I, I encourage people and I, I know this is just um, shameless self-promotion. Um, Go watch his walking and talking because you could see it. I think that's probably what tipped the scales.
0: But he's like, yeah, this guy, sees One Peters per week, buddy. One, one, one walking really and talking per cool. week.
1: Oh, buddy. Because this- we talked about it. <laughs> And is the dark close. And I think he got to say, and he also said about the the, the disparaging comments that were made about the Coyotes. And I think you got to address that too. Look, th- this guy is going to be the number one center of this franchise for a very long time. And that's no knock to Barrett Hayton. We've always said Barrett Hayton's a two or a three. And, and I think if Barrett Hayton's a two or a three on your team, you've got a good hockey team. And I think McBain down the middle of the ice, I I, I love Nick Bukestad as a player and in the locker room, but I don't think Nick Bukestad going to be on this lineup when this team well, gets two years, through. right? Connor Geeky. Yeah. So, I, but, and I think Bueckers will be out of that that rotation by then, and then you look at the center ice and you go, "Oh my, yeah. Yeah. You, you finally that like they you, uh, do you still feel like the they
2: need one more guy? Yeah, like, would you I feel do. a
1: lot better with this system if they had one more top six center? I I, I do, but you look yeah. at the age of all four of those guys, and and to win the cup. I mean you'd have to wait till these guys are 27 or 28 till you, go, you that, so you got to No, but I'm just saying that's why you got to you got to get one of those veteran centermen in there that's been there. Yeah. And I talk about uh, Antoine Vermette, um Brad Richardson. You need that. You need a guy that's been around, understands it, has won and knows what it takes to win in this league. I think that's important. And if you have four centermen that are 24, I would be concerned. That's all. And I think one of those guys will end up getting pushed to the wing.
0: Well, but. and if we're looking at the St. Louis Blues model of building a team to win yeah. a Stanley Cup, who says that guy can't come in a trade? Another top six. It's hard. Center.
2: It's hard to do, but it's not it's impossible. It's hard to do, but they, they, Bill, do. they
0: have so many in draft we picks. they got Ryan trust. O'Reilly
2: and Braden Chen have, by a trade. Yeah, That's crazy. They
0: have so many draft picks. They have so many prospects. At one point, this team <sighs> will transition from being a seller to being a buyer, and they will have the assets to be a buyer. Um, Okay, well, let's talk about... uh, Tim said, I just ordered my Logan Cooley jersey. I've
2: got some terrible news for Tim.
0: Oh, did he do the wrong number?
2: I just ordered my Logan Cooley jersey, he said. Oh, no. And then Premium said, what number did you go with?
0: Oh, no, Tim.
2: And Tim said,
1: he's 18 last time I checked. Oh, no, Tim. We just
0: found out. Get on the phone. (laughs) It's 92. It's 92. Well,
1: again, he hasn't signed with the team, and it's not purported, but... Based on their cryptic tweet 92. about 92, and what is, if you're going to be Logan Cooley in the National Hockey League, what are you going to wear? You're wearing 92. Like, 92 is cool. It is a cool number. Yep. 92. So I, I I believe, and he has yet to sign. So when he signs, he did wear 18 in development camp. He did wear 18 as in this organization, but I do believe Logan Cooley is going to wear <laughs> Number 92, Tim.
0: <laughs> Tim said, return policy, baby, we Gucci. <laughs> okay. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, with is, that,
1: what is the return policy? You got a good one? <laughs> I don't
0: know. With that in mind, let's pull up. Here we go. And we're going to do this digitally, not on the whiteboard. Um, yeah, we
1: had to because of all this change and bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore.
0: All right. So, let's look. And this, is, what what is on the screen is just a starting point. starting point. point. Um, got to start somewhere. So, we talked about on Monday that Cooley would completely turn this on its head, and it has PD, I'm gonna throw it to you to kind of take us through the start of this. Yeah, and, and,
1: and when I said yesterday when we had the whiteboard in here on actually it was Monday and we talked about Logan Cooley, if he signs, we'll throw him at the first line center. We won't. I think that 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 puts the expectations too high for him. I think he will get time to play with Keller and Schmaltz. I just think you're gonna see him at power play. I think you're gonna see it situational. I think they're gonna try to protect his ice time to start. And the way you do that is you surround him with experienced national hockey league players. So I left the top line of Keller Hayton and Schmaltz together. I've been watching video over the last two days. Yes, I actually did watch video. Those three guys were really, really good together and they mm-hmm. each did their jobs. So I, I think that line stays the same, but I think with Zucker and Kerfoot coming in. Yeah. I love that idea. I think they shelter and I think Cooley has to play in the middle. I don't want him to start in the wing. I don't want him to be that guy. We're talking about him being the number one center. He's got to play center. Yep. So put him in the middle of the ice. Put him with two responsible, very good two-way forwards that are going to help him in this league. Get him the puck. They understand the assignment. They get it. Get him the puck. And then how much do you love that third line? And then the third point? line now, Kraus, said Michelli is a line that stayed together last year that was able to put up points. Yep. You could play in the defensive zone. That's a line you could put out at any time on either end of the ice. And now it's your third line, your second line. The problem with this, and people may scream now, is Dylan Gunther's on your fourth line. Let him scream. But, but keep in mind, and this is where people keep saying, this is where Dylan Gunther last year was in juniors. Yeah. He was in junior. What was his role when he was in the NHL? He played he didn't play a lot of 5, no, five played 5 minutes. He played play, power play. Player, player. 13 he was minutes? a power play shorter shooter. Yeah. And so he'll still get his power play minutes. I think he'll be second power play group, but he'll get his power play time there and that's where he fits. That's going to be hey, that that line Carconi, McBain and Gunther. Well, 22 is going to the blue paint. Yeah. And he's going to get there. Line, to be honest. And he's going to get there hard and Gunther can play on the periphery then. Let McBain do all the dirty work. Gunther's... Just get the puck, Gunther. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to shoot. That's yep. all you're going to... McBain is going to get... Take the over on McBain goals because what's going to happen? Gunther's going to end up shooting. Carconi's going to dig it out of the corner because he's unbelievable little rattle on the walls. And then McBain's <laughs> going to be in the blue paint tapping him in. Like, McBain is going to get so many off his ass, tipped in off his stick, and garbage <laughs> goal second opportunities. It's going to be Jack, fire.
2: You have some skill, too. We know that. So we're not saying that... It's the other body. I punch. like
1: this. And you know what I feel bad for? we talk talking Travis about Boyd, Boyd and O'Brien. Yeah. Like, is, is Boyd now expendable? I, I mean, I, I I like him. Because they're not keeping 14 forwards. No, I don't unlikely. think they'll keep 14 forwards up. So I
2: do wonder what happens there. And and the other thing that this does, now if you sign Yan Yik and uh, again, I have no idea where that one's going. And Jack McBain, we assume, you're at your max in contracts at 50 yeah. now. So they like to have some flexibility. So I do wonder if they are going to make a move at some point, they don't need to do it right now. Yeah. You can wait and see what you've got to camp. You can wait and see if guys are healthy before you make all those decisions. But Travis Boyd's really going to have to work to get into this lineup. Can he play the off wing? Can he play, you know, the left side? Can they move McBain at times to the left side and let Boyd play between them? I think there are ways for him to get into the lineup. It's going to be really hard for Liam O'Brien to crack the lineup now. And
1: you're right. Carconi's a guy that probably isn't going to play 82 games this year. He's going to be in and out of the lineup guy. You are going to get injuries. We clearly know how this league is. So Boyd is a guy that's versatile enough that literally can play any forward position. He can play top six. He can play bottom six. So I think he'll get his minutes. When you look at um, Liam O'Brien and his ice time, it's going to be... Uh, situational. I mean, there are going to be t- times when this team needs to flex their muscle and they need to be a little tougher or where you go to go in and remember the old days when you played the LA Kings, buddy, you better be able to put out some meat on the lineup. And I, and I think that's where you'll see O'Brien be a little more situational. I, I, I don't know if he's going to get the amount of games that are going to make him happy. We talked about the power play yesterday. What do your power plays look like now? See, do you, I, do you uh, not have two defensemen on a power play now? Be- yeah, I think Cooley's got to jump on that second power play to start. I, I, I think, and this is where we talk about easing a guy in. I think when you looked at Shane Wright, we'll talk about Shane Wright in, in Seattle last year. You got oh, Shane Wright's the guy. He was going to be first overall, and he, uh, you're going to the minors. Like so, Logan Cooley, let's let's go. Hey, guess who's the star on this team? It's number nine. It's Clayton Keller. He is the all-star of this team. He's the leader of this team offensively. He's still the guy. He's the guy that's getting the offensive touches. He's the guy that's getting the power play touches. And he's going to be on your number one power play. Logan Cooley, we think you're the future. You're the future star of this team. We're going to put you on the second power play. We're going to ease you in there. You'll get 45 seconds on the back end of the power play. You're going to get your looks. And you know what? That second power play with Krause and Michelli. Mm -hmm. And now we talked about, you know what the problem was last time, Craig? They didn't have a centerman. Well, now they do. And so I, I think he's on a second power play unit, and he centers that group, and you play four forwards, and somebody's going to have to drop off on the back end. You guys want to play a little trivia?
0: Oh, I thought you hate trivia.
1: Well, you know, he does when he's... He likes the, playing when I'm, the trivia when I'm in yeah, control, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Sean. That is good. You know what? That is solid producing right there. I like that like You like can fire the moment that up. I had no idea fire. it was coming. All right. Thank fire. you for that.
2: What? Who are the other two players to wear 92. In Coyotes God, history, shit. No, I, no, I don't know. Um, but one of them's wearing it
1: right now.
0: Kolya Yeah, that's thanks to the chat. He's I gonna have know to that. give
1: it up, apparently. Kolya I did not know that. And Another one, um, Sergey Berzhan. Mm-hmm.
2: This one's gonna blow you away because he only wore it for a season. He wore a different number, a, but he Lisa? had to wear it in the.
1: He wore it in the oh, nineteen ninety eight season. Talk it. Rick Tockett. Yeah, Talk wow. it wore it, and then he went to twenty two. He had to wear. You know why he had to wear ninety two? Tell me. Uh, Mike Gartner there took twenty two. There you go. One of that's the good hall reason. of famer, Mike exactly. Gardner. Yeah, that's a wow. Good reason. I've been here a long time.
0: Um, I just want to get to one question in the chat from Frankie, who asks: Is he hundred percent in the NHL if he signs and then struggles at training camp?
2: No, I, but it's it's a tough tough thing to say, Logan Cooley. You're going to the AHL, but if it's the right move, I hope they have the courage to do it, and I hope they can. I hope they can talk through it too, right? Hey, make you un- make him understand. Look, this is temporary. This is it's not like you're going to spend a lot of time down there, but we feel like you could work on some things that could really help you. I hope they have the courage to do that if it's necessary. It's not it's, it's a lot easier said than done.
1: Yeah, I, they're going to have a tough time with. That. Yeah, and you're going to have a tough time because you can see how excited the fan base is on this. The fan base here in Arizona needed some good news, period. This is good news. And that will be hard to say, hey, he's going down. not saying he can't or he shouldn't. I just don't think he's going to. He's he's heading down under. I would bet on that one. Can you imagine that? Can we go
0: all go now? <laughs> Craig's been
1: fighting for Australia forever, right?
0: Oh, oh man. Uh, and Joe makes a good point. Nine times two is 18. There you go. So just
1: it changes the way you think about covering this team, too, doesn't it? It's
2: There's,
0: exciting. Yeah. It's I, just, we I mean, we and I have talked
1: about this you, a lot, Craig. We've sat, sat here over the last two seasons, many, many, many nights. One after getting their ass kicked, going, oh, yay, that's good. They lost. We, but That is no like we're we are going to sit here in this studio rooting for this team to win the games. That is just crazy. Crazy. I don't even As know. As someone who. who talks about the Arizona Diamondbacks, it is a very nice feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it feels very. I good. remember
0: when the D Backs show was in tank season. We were both in tank season yes. at the same time. So listen, I mean the D Backs have stumbled, but it's been exciting to watch for the most part. Um. For Logan Cooley, when he does get here, it's going to be a big transition going from, you know, maybe living in a college dorm (laughs) to then getting his own place here. He might – listen, like living on your own for the first time, it's tough. And one of the tougher things that you don't realize takes up a lot of time and effort is buying furniture for an apartment. Like you – You don't realize how much stuff you need um, and you don't realize how much you have to build yourself, which is why Logan Cooley should check out more furniture for all his furniture needs, because they can do the white glove delivery, deliver all of the furniture already assembled. Yeah, he won't have time. time. He'll be maybe in Australia. Then he'll come home and it'll be perfectly assembled. That's what's so great about more furniture. They hooked us up here in our office with all our furniture. Mm -hmm. We got the white glove delivery, which was so helpful for us as we are all moving here in August, which is not pleasant at all. Um you can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. That's M O R furniture.com. And also, Logan, it's not cloudy here like it is in Minnesota. You gotta get your sunglasses. It's, oh, in buddy. fact, it's sunny like 350 days yeah. of the year. So get ready, get your sunglasses, get yourselves some shady rays. Logan Cooley if you want to be cool can, yeah and you can match up. all of us here at PHNX have Shady Rays I Which know a ton of people who watch and listen to the show do too because the deal they give our listeners is so amazing ShadyRays.com use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses if you don't love them you can exchange them or return them for free within 30 days there's absolutely no risk try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people Okay, we got to wrap up here. I'm sure this isn't the last time we're going to talk about Logan Cooley. Nope, um, nope, this nope, isn't nope. the last time we're going to do lines, <laughs> I'm sure. We will also talk about it when it becomes official. Um, but before we wrap up here, a couple of just, I guess, quick hitter notes that we were going to talk about. But, you know. You know,
2: news news change that.
0: News changes, but I'll say
2: yeah, RIP Rocky Words. And listen, that has been a controversial franchise and all that's part of the discussion, but Rocky Wertz passed away at 70 in spite of all the stuff that's happened recently with the Blackhawks. He is the one that sort of changed the narrative of that franchise and got him to the point where they won three Stanley Cups. He's a big part of that. So RIP Rocky Wertz. Yep. And then Sebastian Otto with that mega contract, one of two players, I think, signed.
0: To, through 2032. They'll hate that contract. Eight more
2: years. They will hate that Go contract. Eight
0: year, $78 million extension. That's an AAV of 9.75
2: they will through hate 2032. that contract at the end of it, but that's, that's reality. Anyway.
0: Happy birthday, Sebastian Ajo. What a birthday gift to sign a mega contract on your 26th birthday.
2: Petey, is there something you wanted to
0: talk about? There definitely is. There is? Hiking?
1: Oh. <laughs> I was... Reading it's Dad in the rundown, by the way it is in the rundown yeah hiking please can i sean just like the
2: electric shock therapy we talked about to remind <laughs> we, him
1: so it's hot here can we all agree it's hot it is day it is day 27 of over 110 and above when when they come on the news and say don't hike in the heat buddy that means you that means you, it means everybody. It doesn't mean if you're, I'm 20 and athletic, I can do this. Or I'm 30 and I'm a nurse. I can do this. Or I'm 79 and I'm from Minnesota. No, it means you, all of you stay off the goddamn mountain. So that we don't have to see the news. One that please, cause we want you to all be healthy. So you can listen to our show and hit the thumbs up and like it. So we want you to be healthy first, but we don't have all our firemen and our rescue crews that really need you to spend time rescuing people that really need them. Getting your ass off of a mountain. Like what? What are you thinking? Stay inside. They do do videos on YouTube, and there is a Peloton. Stay indoors. That means you no more hiking. Stay home. Thank you.
0: Yeah. This has been PD Soapbox. No, I
1: agree though. God, like, it what pisses you, me off. What do you think? Oh, it's 120, and someone passed out. Well, we didn't bring any water. We're here from Minnesota. Bring some goddamn water. Just don't 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 go. go. Don't go. <laughs> you know when we Just walk the don't dog, go. Craig? You know when I walk the dog today? Yeah. 5 o'clock a.m. Yeah. You know and what? Everybody. 5 a.m. It was still hot. Yeah. But I didn't fall over because it was in the 80s.
0: Don't go. Just don't go. And you know what? Just wait till September Thank and you. go in the morning in September. You'll be fine. You can, you can wait or drive two hours to Flagstaff or Payson and hike there.
1: <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear about my son? Oh, here we go. He was chewing on an electrical cords. So I had to ground him. Oh, boy. There it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did not even. We like Craig and I were like, yeah, you know what? No dad joke Wednesday I think the today. Dad joke
1: think is dead, but PD. But I'm think so, so terrified to ask my wife to clean up after breakfast that I've been walking on eggshells all day. <laughs> please,
0: oh boy! Please, Leah, take I don't us.
1: Trust the stairs. Okay, they're always one. up to something. Oh, okay, take us out of here. Leah. All right, get us out of
0: here. Um, what you can do instead of hike. When it's 120, sit indoors in air conditioning and drink a Four Peaks beer. Uh, About halfway through the show, I realized Petey was drinking drink a, a Kill, Kill Lifter. <laughs> it's Logan Coolie Day. Yeah. It's Kill Lifter Day. The temperatures are not cooling down quite yet. So, Four Peaks will keep you cool. In the meantime, inside and responsibly, check out Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. It's on tap pretty much anywhere you can eat in Arizona as well. And you can always check out the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Great food. Great vibes as well. Um, So check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. And last but not least... Uh, Become a diehard. There are so many great perks to becoming a diehard. It's only going to get better from here. You get access to our discord, you get 20% off merchandise, you get 20% off events. I saw someone ask earlier what my shirt is. It's our exclusive Nashville trip shirt that only the people who went on the Nashville trip got and those people were all diehards, So they got 20% off on that trip as well. Craig's mailbag is out. That's for diehards only. So just a ton of reasons to become a diehard, including something that Mm -hmm. we are starting today for the very first time, the first ever diehard-only hangout in the Discord. This is going to be a live conversation. (sighs) We're going to be on video. Petey's going to share a screen and do real-life Petey's Pug Talk tell stories, show pictures. And this is for exclusively for diehard. So if you're not a diehard, you need to become one today to get into our diehard discord lounge. If you are a diehard and don't know how to get into the lounge, tweet at me, DM us, we will sh- send you the link to get in. Uh, but this is going to be a lot of fun. So that's today at 6pm Arizona time. We'll send instructions this afternoon. In the Discord, um, but we're really looking forward to this.
1: I have I, 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 it's surprising. I, I've been really nervous about this. <laughs> I have very high anxiety. You stressed about something? I have put a lot of time into this. Shocking. There are pictures. There are videos. You we're going to put a lot a, of time in here. There's going to be some hockey videos. We're going to break down a little bit. It's this one isn't going to be as hockey centric as some of the ones that are working on in the future. I I, I will kind of give it a little tease. Yep. You're still pulling back the curtain on Oz though. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. One of the things (laughs) we're going to look at. I I didn't understand the reference, but yeah, we're going to see the wizard. We we talk about system play a lot. Yep. So I went back into the vault and I pulled out. This is a tease. I pulled out the four checks from training camp of Dave Tippett versus Rick Tockett. And Mm -hmm. you'll see it's just a couple of slides, but you'll see the main difference on what those two different coaches were trying to accomplish on the four check. That's a tease. That's going to be, that's going to be part two. Really looking forward to this.
0: Really looking forward to it as well. Uh-oh. That's it for us today. Um, we will keep everybody updated on when updated on when the Cooley signing becomes official, but this has just been a really exciting day to be a Coyotes fan. So for those of you who are here in the chat, as we reacted to this live, we appreciate you again, hit the like button on this video and, um, if you're listening after the fact or watching after the fact, like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And you could follow us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And be sure to su- subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. We'll be live Thursday and Friday at 11 a.m. We're live at 11 a.m. every single day, even in the offseason. So we appreciate everybody's support and patience with us as we, uh, you know, Take in the news live with everybody else. So this has been really fun. Appreciate you all. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and we will see everybody tomorrow.